allow me to apologize why because i find flaws with your stereotypical society its social codes and rules yep wondering who am i and what am i up to well hi i am zia not your typical girl next door who has got sanskar that you designed for her i am zia the woman that i wanted to be with the voice so loud that would shatter your gender divisions i am the light of knowledge awareness a friend and the voice of the voiceless you wonder how is zia the voice of the voiceless i am the voice of fuja because you know i can read your stories listen to your emotions and hear your unspoken thoughts and i found my channel through fuja a light bearer for me and for us all to the path of realization of our potential of who we are of who we can be the sky is the limit fly away anyway before i start waffling again let me ask you this have you ever lived in a hostel have you ever made your roommates your family yes isn't it great i have been there and it's a sweet memory that i keep close to my heart a memory that i am going to talk to you about and this memory that i am revisiting today is called the musings of a young girl in a hostel the original script has been written by ira gore and the podcast features the voice of pallavi kumari and the editing credit goes to hani jamtani hmm. okay so uh i think it's time for us to begin with the story and the story goes like i remember the day i moved out of my house i had spent 19 years there and as i was moving out i could see the things which had happened here my first dance performance as a kid the frequent tv remote fights with my brother my first hug with my best friend near the black couch and the mock date with my crush who had come over for a group study every stain on the wall every crack on the floor tile had a story it was a part of my history my identity it feels so fresh yes even today and As I moved out of the gate and crossed the threshold, I could dramatically feel everything being left behind. It was tough for me. It really was. Being the unemotional person that everyone thought I was, I had to put on the charade of indifference. I could not wave my house a goodbye. I could not even hug my bedroom wall against which I had stolen my first kiss. one last time before i would leave my house forever and as my parents were climbing down the stairs with my bags i rushed up faking a bathroom emergency to sit on my bed one last time the bed where i used to put up a tent from sheets when my sister and i were not allowed to go out for camping parents were so skeptical of us going out to the jungle for trekking and camping it was really interesting that we used to do these little things and we we were happy in those moments 
and I was missing that. I still remember the scene when I waved my parents a final goodbye as this train started to move very clearly. As I saw the salute of my family against the rising sun turning smaller in size, I cried my heart out. I was too embarrassed to go to my seat with my eyes all red and puffy from weeping. But I was lucky enough to find out that my co-travelers were all tucked inside the blankets and were sleeping. Shifting to a new city was tough. I knew no one and I had no one. Stress and periods do not go really well together and my period started as soon as I reached the new city. Can you imagine that? 10 days before the due date. Yep. Surprise surprise. Uh, with no one to take care of my bags as I would handle the emergency, I decided otherwise and booked the cab to go to my hostel. Dragging two suitcases with me two hands, a guitar on my back, and a backpack hung on my chest i entered my new world as i entered into my allotted room and met my fellow hostlers i realized that almost everyone was suffering from the same trauma of growing up we had to leave our homes to realize our dreams but we could not just agree with the fact yet nevertheless we coped up setting up our new room a new life a whole new world and it was difficult at first to be very honest it was we did not have any housekeeping staff so we had to get up in time to dust our rooms tidy up our beds and do our laundry before going to the class surprisingly we got decent food in our mess and didn't have a hard time adjusting there i had always been a silent kid in school who would either study and read books sitting on the front bench or use a coloring book in a free time i had always wanted to be a part of that cool group of friends but never got a chance in school who would befriend a nerd anyway huh <laughs> but this hostel had a miraculous charm i had found friends we was possible here we did not even realize when the cohabitation of 24 hours a day 30 days a month turned us into a huge family we would have all our meals together go to adjacent bathrooms at the same time while taking a wash group study and wake up one another in time for our early morning classes we would jam together <laughs> we would jam our saturday nights off and would go out to eat on sundays We would also pay one another's bills when in need and would surprise one another occasionally with a balloon or a sunflower. In short, we had turned into a huge family. We would take trips together, attend the family functions of one another's family as a huge inseparable group in distant cities. Sneak in stuff which was prohibited in our hostel. Celebrate birthdays together. steal clothes to such an extent that we would forget who had bought them in the very first place share ice creams and take care of one another when drunk life here was magical and happy 
just like the stories we used to read in our childhood where we had a fairy godmother who always made things right cinderella had just one i had found eight of them but don't they say all good things come to an end this dream had to end too we were so lost in our utopia that we did not realize when our years at the university were over we were almost graduates and had been transformed into those women we had read about in the newspapers the women who fought for their rights and would realize all their duties the perfect one in in my imagination we had gotten so strong that none of us cried when we were charged with beatings by the government in retaliation to a silent protest against eating and the inequality faced by women in the society and on the campus unfortunately now we were everything we ever wanted to be strong independent and empowered and we owed it all to the company we were in to the university we were a part of no matter what came we would have one another's back we had forgotten to shed tears and always faced our problems with a smile on our faces or so we thought because when i am leaving the hostel today i cannot stop my tears from overflowing overflowing is the word here because these eyes haven't wept for 3 years how could i cry i had never left home i had never felt out of place here my friends were a part of me and i had started speaking their words their language and now that i have to leave them all and find a place in the society on my own it feels heavy it feels as if every tear every pain has unleashed itself this is the third time i am crying today while packing my belongings one last time i look around my room the indian cricket team the indian cricket team captain is still smiling at me from the poster stuck in the extreme right corner of the room that famous urdu poem we had stuck on our wall is giving me the chills again and the fairy lights we had stuck around the window are still glimmering in all their glory yeah i look at the past and scribbled wall i see the message which my friend had scribbled on the wall behind my bed and i was upset about my exams kill hope truth is all you need for hope is false the white bed sheet still has a ketchup stain from a late night saturday party we had in our room and a stray pair of brown shoes are laughing at me right now from a corner of the room no one knows about their ownership we just found them in our room one cold january morning we just found them lying there hanging there with all of us i suddenly hear a weird sound from the wall behind my bed and as i look into that direction i notice that the wallpaper my roommate and i had selected and protected from water on a rainy august evening has started to rip off from the wall automatically or naturally we had stuck some pictures of our friends and family on it i reach my desk for some glue the same cracking sound comes again 
As I look towards the wall this time, I see that the wallpaper has suddenly fallen off completely. I mean, lucky for us, right? We are spared from the pain of removing it off off the wall to make it ready for the next batch of students. We're going to occupy the walls, the rooms, the beds, the wardrobes, and they are going to make their own story. One another Zia story maybe. Anyway. So yeah. Every stain on the wall, every crack on the floor tile has a story. It is a part of my history, my identity. I smile as I realize that I feel the same pain I had felt when I left my parents' house 3 years back. And it's time to move out of my house again. This phase is over, I guess. A new beginning, a new chapter in Zia's world. With this, I end the first episode of Zia's podcast, Musings of a Young Girl in a Hostel. Thank you so much for being such a wonderful audience. Hope you all liked it. Do follow Voice of Zia for more such stories, stories which are intriguing, relatable, and powerful. We'll return with the next episode very soon. Till then, you can find other blogs on our website www.fuja.com. Thank you.